Hello, and thank you for downloading episode two of What You Talking About. I'm your host, Wayne Lacey. On today's episode, we're going to explore what it's like growing up in a single parent household as a black man in America with biracial kids. There's a lot of good information that uh, our guest today is going to share with us. He's, uh, he's a great conversationalist and one of the best storytellers that I've ever come across. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. All right, we're here with Cameron Ridley. Cameron Ridley is an entrepreneur and one of the most animated storytellers I've ever met, so I thought he'd be a perfect guest for the second episode. Uh, welcome to the show, Cam. Tell us a little bit about you uh, real quick, who, they, who you are and where they can find you on the socials. Hey, hey, how you doing, Wayne? Um, <laughs> you're so silly. Uh, Cam Ridley, Cameron Ridley. Um, I own and operate RNS DJs. I go by DJ Darkness. I mean, once you see me, you understand. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, name was given to me. But yeah, I, um, 17 years in, this is year 17 cool. for me with my company. 17. So, yeah, All right. 17. Um, I'm from the Lansing area, uh, graduate of class of 95, don't say my age, <laughs> um, of Sexton High School, Big Red Till I Die. Okay. I'm not changing the logo. I'm always say it. I'm a big red. Yeah, whatever. I already want to say it. Um, I have a beautiful wife, three children. Um, I'm a seventh grade football coach as of right now. Can't wait to be eighth grade coach next year with the host. Um, <laughs> I'm throwing it out there. Throwing yeah, it out there right now. It's yeah. been a something. Yeah, it's <laughs> been. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, that's me. Um, I'm excited to be here. See what questions wayne have for me and so yeah let's get it pop all right sounds good so the premise of this podcast is um i want my guests to come on who that i believe have some pretty awesome stories to tell um and in my first episode i noted that uh this is this is a podcast for the every person that i mean because we all have origins we don't have to be famous to have an origin story correct um so you know and and in our relationship I've, i've known you for uh going on Five years now, six years since five or yeah six? fifth grade is we no to, sixth grade. We tried to figure this out the other day, yeah, well, a month ago or so. Yeah, but we let's go with six. Yeah, it I think it's better. sixth grade is when we met, um, and yeah. and from there we just kind of clicked, which doesn't happen with everybody. So we'll we'll get into that in our conversation. But the question that everybody has for this podcast is: What you talking about? 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 So this is an opportunity for you to to tell us what you're talking about, Cam. Tell us who Cam Ridley is. The people that might judge you from your appearance, or or that don't have the courage to ask the real questions, um, you know, about who you are and where you're from. Well, the Cam Ridley I am. How people see me? Um, I'm an avid weightlifter. I'm a gym rat. That's what they call it. So I mean, you got the muscles showing. Uh, I don't think I own any sleeves on a shirt. I mean, today <laughs> I got on sleeves. It's, it's you know it's only sixty out. Um, so I I don't know. So we get this persona of oh he's a mean guy or is he stuck up or he think he's better than everyone else. When honestly, myself, I think I'm one of the coolest cats ever. You know what I mean? Yeah, you know it's it's funny that you say that. there's two things that you just said that I that I feel like I want to interject on. One is the gym rat thing. And when we met, you weren't. No, I was not. Right, and 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 I want you to expand on that in a minute. But uh, two, that you you are uh, genuinely one of the nicest people that I know. Um, Thank you. 
and, and when, but, but to your point, your stature and your demeanor could be somewhat intimidating for someone to approach. So, um, which I, I find a problem in society as a whole, but, correct. um, you know, that being said, talk about a little bit on the whole gym rat thing and, and how you weren't. So like I said, when I met you, you, uh, kind of looked like me a little bit in the gut, you know, Hey, be honest, bro. <laughs> be honest. So since you said that, the funny part is, um, beforehand I was always in shape mm-hmm. from, High school football, college football, semi-pro football, playing all this ball, uh, adult league, semi-pro flag football when it first started mm-hmm. at Aim High that no longer exists. I told mm-hmm. Wayne to go buy one so we can have it again. <laughs> I but ain't going to like that. Maybe when we get some sponsorships. <laughs> <laughs> anywho, anywho. Yeah, what you talking about? Oh. Um, so the thing is, I, sixth grade photo. Help coaching, coaching with you. I know the photo you're talking about. Man, so I took the picture with my son, and <laughs> first my son was like, dang, dad, you fat. <laughs> I mean, you know how kids are. There right. ain't no, ain't no. Right. They don't hold a tongue. No. Nothing. No, they will let you know. Man, dang, dad, you fat. I'm, I'm looking like, but my arms look good, so I thought. Right. And that's when it all just inspired, like t- transpired. Boom. Man, I got to get back in shape. First of all, my kids are looking great. And your dad looked like just a little pudgy burp, pudgy little burp marshmallow walking around. You know what I mean? The weeble, I, weebles wobble, but they right, don't fall down, right? right? But I think I'm looking good. Like, you know what I mean? Everything. So that's that's what uh, happened there. And um, I became addicted to the gym. Meaning, well, let's say addicted to health in general. Uh, at my rate or my family's rate. Lost some family members at 40, 41. Health yeah. reasons. Mm-hmm. Whoa. Okay. So, went to the doctor. Got to check up. Okay, yeah, you yeah, work out. Yeah, you need to work out a little bit. Even the doc said it. You know, when the doc said, yeah, I don't know if he just wanted money or what, but he was like, yeah, you got to work out a little bit. So, yeah, I, I, I went full throttle, though. Okay. And now, um, I'm in studies right now to be a personal trainer as okay. well. So, it's more of I wanted to be around for my children. The main excuse. Right. All the health stuff will come with it, but I want to be here for my children. It's a crazy world we live in. Yeah. So just trying to guide them the right way, the correct way. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, society. We, we can go to that side of it as well, too, of being around. Um, I have mixed breed children. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, don't know that, I don't know if that's politically correct. Are, are, are you the, the black person in the breed or uh, is it? You better believe it. Oh, okay. You I believe. just want to clarify that, you know. Yeah. So, yeah. DJ, <laughs> darkness. DJ, darkness. <laughs> you know what I mean? No shadows. I am the shadow. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it's it's more of health thing and then being around for my boys and my daughter of this society of the race relations. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yep. And uh, that that scares me more than anything because we all bleed the same, right? And color shouldn't be a fact. Yeah, you I, know what I mean. Yeah, you know, and it's funny that, um, you know, one of the things about me growing up is, you know, I grew up in a in a white neighborhood and in a white family, and in I mean, there was like two not even just black people, but two minorities in our in our neighborhood for the first probably ten years of my life. And my parents were really, um, I mean, they, they were really open and accepting. Like there was no outside 
um, prejudices that you could really note. However, you know, my, my dad was born, mom and dad were both in the forties. So there's a little bit of that, um, you know, in the eighties when, before we really started to see some change. And I'm saying that as a, as an eighties baby born in 76, you know, where I start to remember conversations, vernacular and the way we operate as a society. So it could have started before that. Correct. But, um, you know, that said, uh, you know, there were some things that were said in life that I kind of look back and go, dad, what an asshole thing to say. That wasn't right. And it's really not who you are. Um, and watching, uh, you know, some of the kids that I went to high school really struggle with being interracial um, and having to, to choose. Pick a side. Yeah, which I think is completely asinine today for sure. It, it was back then too. Don't get me wrong. Um, but, you know, for a kid today to, to have to decide, am I a white kid or a black kid? Instead of just being a kid is is really a, a an overlooked, I think, part of our society. Tell me a little bit about how you handle that. Like, I mean, if you have an antidote, great. If you don't, I mean, how do you, what's your number one piece of fatherly advice to your sons? Not only are they half white and half black and dealing with that, they're also young men. Correct. And, and you do have a daughter as well. Um, but, you know, our society is really hyper-focused on young black men in America. Mm-hmm. And so that's, you know, how do you handle that? Well, first, it's um, I tell them, you're not black or white. You're American. So first thing is, if you ever on a sheet of paper, you see where it's checked the boxes of black, white, Hispanic, da 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 you always mark other. <laughs> I mark other, yeah. And it'd be, what, what do I put there? American. Because that's what they're missing out on. Right. It's American. That's a great point. So you write American in there. Quick story. Uh, when we came to DeWitt seven years ago, mm-hmm. came to DeWitt, had to register the kids in the school. Wife was at work, so it was up to Cam to do it. So I filled out the paperwork. Boom. Filled out the paperwork, handed it to the lady. She read it. And I think she almost got into tears in the office and was like, this is the most beautiful answer I ever saw in my life. And I looked at her like it was normal to me because it's normal to me. I said, what do you mean? And she was like, you wrote in other and you put American, that your kids are American. That's what we are. Once you get rid of the labels, we will come together as one. That's what I don't think people understand. Yeah. And the funny thing is, is if you, that's, that's a mantra of the right, if you will. Mm -hmm. But I don't feel like they really understand what that means. And then the left is caught on the labels because they want to make sure there's equal treatment, which is in fact created a division in and of itself for Correct. sure. Correct. So if I am, I will never say that. I was going to say African-American, but I don't say African-American because most of the Africans don't like us anyway. You know what I mean? Um, so it's more of, and I don't say black American mm-hmm. because you're still putting a label or a color with it. We're American. Right. Once once people understand that as a whole, we can try and nip the race thing in the bud. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, it's more of how I tell my sons is you still, you're not going to act accordingly 
or act a certain way. Like some people, oh, you act white or you act black or you act. No, that, you act as Cameron or you act as Jensen or you right. act, as, act as your name yeah. because that's who you are. And one thing you're going to do is always respect your last name because your last name is everything. I think I got it tatted on me everywhere. Mm-hmm. Ridley, it's everywhere right. on me. That's what I'm proud of. I'm Ridley. I'm an American and I'm a Ridley. You know what I mean? Right. And once we get over that hump, which probably never will happen as long as you got old ass white dudes in the yeah, hey. and running the country. Right. That, but you gotta retire at sixty five and these dudes eighty yeah, I know. still running the country. Yeah. Make that make sense. Yeah. <laughs> what you talking about? <laughs> what? Um, <laughs> so make that make what, sense. What they talking about. Right, what they talking about. They still don't know. So that's that's the whole thing. So I tell my my, my gentlemen, my black boys, mm-hmm. that always be respectful, always be nice, always be kind. Um, don't. One thing I hate is a bully. Don't ever be a bully. Right. No matter what, don't ever be a bully. Bullies are low self esteem people. Right. All you have to do is be kind. Yep. Always apologize. Always say thank you. Always look a man in the eye when you shake his hand. Right. You know what I mean? Yep. And always hold the door for a woman. Right. No matter what. Women is everything. That That's funny you say that because uh, about the bully. And, and the reason I'm kind of smiling is because um, my, my daughter was trick-or-treating last night. She said she ran into you. Yep. And the first thing she screamed to me, Channing bullies me. Yeah. yeah. And, and I so like, <laughs> I said to her last night, I said, uh, I said, you know, that's a pretty, like when you say that, it's a serious thing to a dad because we don't want to raise, Correct. we don't want to raise bullies. Right. Right, um, right, right. I, I got, um, I had a situation with her this summer where, you know, during softball, she, she was not very nice to a teammate and I lost my shit. Right. Okay. I, I was really upsetting to me because, you know, we don't want to raise a bully. Um, and, and for the listeners, uh, his son, his youngest son and, and my youngest daughter are in the same grade and they have some classes <laughs> together. So I asked her, I said, what, what does that mean? What, what, when you say that, what is he, what, what is he doing? And she's like, well, the other day he's like, I had mascara on and he was like, Ooh, you have black eyeshadow on. <laughs> and I was like, honey, that that's, that's not bullying. He didn't uh, take anything from you and he didn't shove you into a locker and Correct. he didn't degrade you or belittle you. He, he's honestly, he's just. I think he feels like he has a relationship with you that he can joke with you and, and, and stuff. It sounds like a joke to me. And she's like, well, he still bullies me. And I'm just like, Ugh, so whatever. As she got her candy last night, <laughs> she was like, Channing bullies me in six, in six hours. Yeah. Six hours. Sixth hour. And I was like, you know what that is? And she's like, what? You guys like each other. Yeah. And she smoochy, was like, smoochy. no, I don't. And all her friends started screaming, hey, I like each other. And I was like, that's all that is. That's, that's all funny. That is. Because he would probably be the first one that has your back if right. somebody was to even try to do something to you. Yeah, yeah. Guaranteed on that. Oh, yeah. And and that's uh, a reflection of, of leadership. And leadership in the house is, is definitely the parents. And Thank you. So, um, and I, and I, I agree with that. I mean, I've seen him interact um, with not only on the football field, but just in, in general at school. I think uh, I sent you a picture on their fourth grade field day where I saw him um, and just watching him interact with the kids. He's kind of a clown, you know, he's, yep. he's out, he's outspoken. And I mean, I don't know where he got that. I don't either. That's I weird. Don't either. Don't but, uh, you know, he's, he is really good. You know, Jensen's a little bit more reserved, kind of a leader, leader by slag, if you will. Um, and uh, again, my oldest daughter has, <laughs> is a classmate with Jensen. So it's kind of like we're kindred spirits. We are. And, we are. Um, you know, it's funny, you know, just to put it out there so you hear it, but, um, you know, my kids talk about your kids when it comes up and 
even the quote bad things they have to say about your kids, you know, just which none of them are bad, you know, awesome. like, like what I just talked about. Thank right. You. Well, Thank why you. don't you like Jensen? Well, cause he thinks he's better than everybody else. I said, does he, or do you just not engage him? Right. And she's like, well, I haven't really talked to him. I'm like, how do you know then? Just, you, you, you know? Just, yeah. Yeah. It, it, it's okay to not talk to somebody. It, it just don't infer who they are. If you right. haven't had a chance to sit down and talk to them. It's a, um, I, I, I know what she's uh, referring to cause it's a confidence thing that mm-hmm. I tell them, uh, how to, be accountable. Hold yourself. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, this is you. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, always be prideful. Yep. Um, so it comes off to certain people as, oh, he's stuck up. Yeah. Or uh, he thinks he's better than everyone else. Right. No. It's just, you know who, understand who you are. Yeah. And I've, I've asked her, too. I'm like, well, what does he say to other kids that makes you feel that way? Well, nothing. I'm like, so he doesn't say somebody like you can't sit there because you're not part of this group or, you know, he doesn't knock someone's books out of their hands because it's funny. He doesn't do anything like that. Right. He hasn't fought anybody. He hasn't done anything like that. Right. And she's like, well, no, I go, then if you want to know who he is, then just engage him. That's it. Just Let's engage him. him. Cause I know that he'll talk to you. I'm, I mean, I think he talks to me. I mean, you don't have to talk to me. So they, um, the junior high had some little confrontations going on and, uh, while they were there, while the oldest no, no. were there right now, right, right now. Okay. So the principal there reached out to me and said, I would like for Jensen to come back to the school and have a meeting with the boys. Wow. Um, so he went, and I guess it went great. He damn near signing autographs. Right. Like, yeah. So I was like, damn, how I miss that. I want to sign autographs. Um, so. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, I'm rich. Yeah, right. I'm, I'm DJ Darkness. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like, man, you know who one. I am. Right, let me sign one. Let me sign one. So. So he is starting next year a mentor program. Okay. Where now Jensen have picked uh, other athletes, not mm-hmm. just football players, even female basketball players that's on the high school level where they come they right. come back at least once a month mm-hmm. and have meetings. Okay. With the with the junior high kids. Okay, so your your son who is too good for everybody else. Correct. Is is, is helping spearhead a, a mentorship program. Correct. For huh. the junior high. Now huh. The awesome part was when he said, uh, there's a special needs kid. It's a couple of them at the junior high. And the kid came running right up to Jensen. Like, must have known who he was or whatever. And nine times out of ten, they usually get, hey, how you doing? Mm -hmm. Pat him on the head and shoot him away. Right. No. So even the principal told me that he was like, hey, Jensen has to do this. Uh, he'll come talk to you in a minute. Jensen told the principal, no, he's coming with me. So he had the special needs student mm-hmm. tour all the classes with him to be his assistant. Wow. Something like that. That's what makes me super proud. As it should. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Like, yep. wasn't told. Right. Like, hey, if one of these kids come up, you don't. Da-da-da. Right. No, he grabbed him. Come with me. Right. So he told the principal himself, nah. He's right. coming with me. He don't have to go anywhere. Right. That's when I feel that I know by being fatherless mm-hmm. growing up. Right. That I'm doing something right. Right. Well, you know what? You, you brought it up. Let's, uh, let me ask you, what was it like growing up um, without your dad, for one, and two, not even really knowing who your father was? Um, well, my mom. Rest in peace, baby girl. Yeah. She um she was mom and dad. So 
she could be super nice, baby me. Then next thing I know, waking me up with some salt after butter <laughs> my mouth. Like you know what I mean? Uh, yeah. Like put me to sleep too. So right. mom was mom, mom was mother and father, right? All in one. Uh-huh. And then like our neighborhood, north side of Lansing, okay, uh, right by Provo West, right, right across this river here, right. Um, our neighborhood, and when they say it takes a village to raise a child, that's how the neighborhood was. Right. I think my mother whooped damn near every kid in the neighborhood at least <laughs> once. That's, at least once. I'm going to pause you real quick and say that's amazing because um, in in the time that we grew up, the timeline that mm-hmm. we grew up, we're the same age. Um, you know, we were latchkey kids in a lot of ways, mm-hmm. and there was neighborhoods that just didn't have mom and dad at home. Correct. And to your point, that's pretty amazing uh, testament to your mom, for sure. Yeah, that was, that was. I mean, growing up, you didn't dig it. You no, absolutely not. Ah, I watch out for Cam's mom. Right. Mom, no one wants to come over because you, well, you whooped, that, you whooped that, Billy. But that's the funny part. <laughs> right. Is all the kids wanted to be at my house. Like, mom was still cool as hell. Like, mom was, that's mom. You yeah. Know? And everybody called her mom. Right. There wasn't no Miss Ridley. Yeah. What none of that? It's mama. Okay. When you come in, you you come in and you speak to me. Right. And if you don't speak to me, her lying was, I ain't sleep with you last night. And so you had to speak <laughs> to her. That's what that meant. And right. The kids yeah. Do it. But it was more of the respect. She gave you respect, but you're going to give respect. Right. So she would whip your behind, grab you by your shirt, take you to your mama's house, and watch you get a whooping by your mama. And I ain't talking about, this was all racist. My neighborhood right. was diverse. It right. Was, Black, Hispanic, white, right, Asian, and she didn't. She didn't tag at least. She, I mean, she got a list, right, that she didn't whoop everybody, and I didn't got whoopings at uh, Mama Coker's house because uh-huh. everybody was Mama, right, Mama Coker, Mama Garza, right, Mama Nadu, uh, yeah. Mama Clean Bow. We are we got whoopings everywhere. Then they drag you right home, and you know you're getting a second whooping, right, because you be begging. Please, oh yeah, please don't take me home. I, right, I'll act right. Now we're gonna tell your mama. That's funny because the, the that day's text was you getting walked up by your collar or your ear, uh-huh. yeah. your hind end, if you will, and saying, uh, "Yeah, Cam was acting out, and this is what he did." And there is no, <laughs> there's no text. It was, it was no, <laughs> yeah, and it's walked up, and it was no question that. Right. You know what I mean? Nowadays, you can text somebody, mama, and be like, hey, your son over here, da da da. Yeah. Was he really doing that? They'll come back with, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, no, it was, my, I'm a dog. Yeah. I ain't going to lie. First of all, I ain't going to lie on your kid. Right. This is what your kid was doing. Yeah. Handle it. I already handled it on my end. Right. Boom. Now you handle it on your end. You do right. what you see. Right. And that's, that's how it was. And I think that's what society is missing because we are so soft. Like, soft, soft. Mm-hmm. Like, I tell the kids right today, 16-year-olds, 15-year-olds, you come to my house, you at my house. You're going to abide by my rules. I, mm-hmm. I think a little Jackie is in me. That's what I'm right. saying. Oh, for sure. You're going to abide by my rules. Yeah. And if you don't like it, you can leave. Right. And I ain't, I ain't being, and I tell them, I ain't being mean. Right. But this is how this works. You got all the drinks, all the food, regular non-alcoholic drinks. You have hashtag disclaimer. Yeah. Kool-Aid, all that good Capri stuff. Capri Suns, yeah, it's which are outlawed there. at my house, by the way, because they can't throw them sons of bitches away. Man, I, I pick them up, Oof. but I yell when I do it. Yeah, But that's the whole thing is you come here, hey, my house is your house. So that means you're going to abide by my rules. If you don't like it, you think you can go out at 10 o'clock at night, you can leave right now because it's not going to work that way. Because right. nothing good happens after what? After dark. Well, well 
mama always said midnight. Yeah, see, for me, my rule was always 2 a.m., but midnight's fair, too. But, yeah, after whatever. Midnight. I mean, yeah. Well, ours was midnight. There you go. Because I'm going to tell you why. So here we go. This is All where right. the color thing comes okay. into play. Little black boys don't be out after midnight. Mm-hmm. If you're out, out after midnight, ain't nothing but trouble. Right. Because, right. first of all, if the law. Yep. No, it's fair. Stop you. I mean. Why are you out this late? Right. Even though another car of other children just rolled by, you right. didn't say nothing. But, yeah, so it's right. anything after midnight, nothing happens good after midnight. Right. Plain and simple. Yeah. Real so, talk. well, <clears throat> I mean, that was, that's a pretty amazing story about your mom. Um, because for, you know, for me, I, I grew up in a two-parent household, and I had dad. My mom gave out some whoopings, too, you know, but, you know, I I, I got the – I got the luxury, if you will, of watching a male leadership Correct. scenario. And in the fact that you don't or didn't have that opportunity and have been able to raise the young men that I've been able to experience is is pretty, pretty amazing. Awesome. Thank you. Yeah. Um, you know, as I said earlier, I mean, you, you have a young lady as well. We don't want to negate leave, her out. leave yeah. her out. So tell us a little bit about that situation, because I know it's a little different. And yeah, it's a lot different. Okay. Oh uh, yeah, it's it's a lot different. Won't go into too much, but she comes every other weekend. Okay. That's that's my baby girl, and um, she's she's um, let me see how how can I say Amira? Amira is just in a world of her own. She reminds me so much of my sister, my middle sister Tish. Mm-hmm. Um, quiet, mm-hmm. read, um. Outgoing, but not outgoing. Right. Um, she does. She's in the sports. She's a, mm-hmm. a shot put thrower. She's a track girl. So, um, yeah, she's so chill. Like, she is, like, when she's over, nobody has, well, meaning the boys. Right. Don't have to do anything because she babies them. So she has that mama okay. in her. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh-huh. So, what was, uh, before your mom passed, her name yes. was Jackie, right? Yes. Okay. Before Jackie passed, what, when, when they were together, uh, Amira and my mom, Amira and your yeah, mother, when man. they were together, what what were like? How did you feel about like what was going through your mind? Uh, two peas in a pod. Oh, for sure, all, I can see all, it. All the same, like run stuff. Mm-hmm. Somebody got to be in charge, or you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, but they make sure everything's in the right order. Right. If that makes sense, not yep. meaning organized. Yeah. It's in the right order. Mm-hmm. Chan, you know you shouldn't be doing that. He straightened right up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like Not even I got to tell mama. Nah. You know you shouldn't be <laughs> right. And stop what he doing. You know right. what I mean? It's the yeah. same as that. Yeah. But then again, it could be, oh, man, I'm so hungry. What you want to eat? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. That type of stuff. So she'll, she'll get up, make get him. It. A, she'll go get it yeah. for him or go do this for him. Like, she'll be way up in her room. Jensen way downstairs. she get a text. Hey, can you bring me down a Gatorade? She get right up and go get him a Gatorade, take it down. She's a mom. Like, you know what I mean? That's awesome. She has those tendencies. So. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, you know, that's that's some good stuff, man. I mean, the uh, you know, we grow up as, you know, humans, men and women both, you know, with the uh, the, the idea of family, you know, in our future. Like, what are we going to do as kids? We, we, everyone wants to be married with a kid, da 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 I mean, I say everybody, not, not everybody, but... You know that's the dream, right? The American Correct. dream, and it sounds like to me that you've you've really achieved that and overcome some some pretty significant, you know, potential shortcomings, right? I mean, you could have, instead of turning right out of your driveway and ending up here, you could have turned left 
and ended up somewhere else. And I'm sure you had plenty of opportunities to do that. We've all, you know, made those choices. So, but you know, there's, we're going to move on to the next segment of the show. (laughs) And, uh, well, I said it with all due respect. That, no, that doesn't mean you get to say whatever you want to say to me. You, sure, sure as heck does. No, no, it doesn't it's mean that. It's in the that. Geneva Convention. Hey, you're talking to my guy all wrong. It's wrong tone. So this section, this section of the show is called all, with all due respect, okay? Let's go. So I'm going to ask you a question with all due respect, okay? And the, the, the premise of this question is, is to invoke a little bit of passion, so I'm going to belittle something that you do that I know you do. And then you, you, I want to, I want to know, like, give it to me, bring it. Okay. So, so Cameron, with all due respect, being a wedding DJ has got to be the easiest job there is because all you do is set your playlist and hit play. Only at dinner time. <laughs> only, only, uh, well, I'm lying. Cocktail, <laughs> cocktail hour and dinner time. Um, with all due respect, that is the easiest part of my job. Okay. And I'm going to tell you this, that is normally the longest part of my job. Okay. Cocktail hour, they say hour, uh-huh. usually cocktail hour is an hour and 45 minutes. Right. Wayne, I have playlists set. Mm-hmm. Black wedding. <laughs> all right. White wedding. Right. Hispanic wedding. Okay. Playlist. Yeah. And I just keep adding to it. Mm-hmm. You hit shuffle. And it plays. Mm-hmm. Only good thing about dinner time and cocktail hour is I get to meet every person, potential, potential client. Mm-hmm. It's right in front of my face. It's amazing that At you some said of, that. Some events. I have a 200 event. I have a 500 person event. I have the opportunity where it's right in front of me. Clients, right in front of me. Mm-hmm. So what does Cam do? Cam goes to every table, introduce myself, tell a nice little joke, mm-hmm. boom, get everybody laughing or whatever, and I get to meet people. Meet, 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 meet. Mm-hmm. Because the one thing they always say is, wow, usually most wedding DJs stay behind the, their booth. They don't talk they don't do anything no that's that's not cam i want to know who's out here i i have to know maybe for what i do is i'm a people person i I like to make people happy right first off and and then again you'll never forget me right first of all i'm dj darkness dj darkness you don't forget the name off top Right. People read it. It's all on my laptop. It's right. over here. It's over yeah. there. People see it. And it was like, oh, my God. And they, they chuckle first. Right. Because they look at me and look at the name and they yeah. do the little. Right. And I'd be like, oh, you like that? Yeah. Well, well, yeah, yeah. better believe it. Yeah. Better believe it. That's me, baby. You know what I mean? Yep. So I've already engaged with you. Right. I've already grabbed you in. Right. From there. Dinner time, I always tell the bride and groom. Or the bride and bride or the groom and groom. I don't discriminate. Throwing that out there. Yeah. Love is love. Love is um, love. It is. That a boy. So I always tell them, I will release the tables if it's not plated. Oh, wow. We never thought of who's going to release it. I will. Don't yeah. worry about it. But you need to eat. I'm, I'm good. Right. 
because I'm already thinking I'm going to be eating at one of their events. Yeah. One of their events. One yeah. of their events. Right. It's networking. Mm-hmm. You never know who you're going to run into. Right. Never know. So then by that time, I get to meet everyone. And it's amazing. It's amazing. I think that's why I just booked number 14 huh. wedding event, number 14 for 2024. Right. So for those listening, I mean, um, the company is RNS DJs. He's DJ Darkness. Um, and I, you know, I'm a social media follower through the Instagram and then Facebook. Um, I, I mean, you post all the time mm-hmm. about, you know, the events that you're doing, you're busy. Um, so one thing that, uh, you know, I think you haven't touched on and it's up to you if you want to talk more about it, but you jumped into this with both feet at some point you were doing this as a side gig. Yes. And, and then, uh, something triggered you to, to go all in. Um, it finally, so I was the inventory manager at a car dealership for 20 years until December 30th of last Last year. year. And so once again, this is year 17 for the DJ company. So it was about July Mm -hmm. of last year. And I'm, I'm sitting there thinking like, I'm, not miserable, but I'm not happy. Right. Then I had to think. I sat back and thought, when am I happy? Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Right. When I'm meeting people. Right. Wayne, I found my niche. I found what makes me happy and doesn't feel like work. Right. So why not go all in mm-hmm. and give it a shot? I was scared. Yeah. But it's something I had to do. If not, I mean... I'm I'm I have some education. I right. Can, yeah. I can go do whatever. Right. So but you I, left you left a job that you knew you had, meaning you, you were never on the chopping block. You've been there twenty years. I can do it with my eyes closed. Yeah. You were the backbone of the dealership. Correct. Right. And then you decided for happiness purposes, I'm gonna I don't say start your own business because it had been in but it but it wasn't a business. I Correct. mean it was a side hustle. I mean, just, I was playing taxes, so it's a business. Well, for sure. But Damn it man. wasn't your main source of income. Don't, don't take my credit. <laughs> <laughs> um, and you said, screw it. Uh-huh. Let's get it. Uh-huh. Okay. That was brave. Scary. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. Like, scary. I was I was nervous, Wayne. Like, just jumped out there. I mean, I knew I had some gigs already set up for the upcoming year. Mm-hmm. And then um, it just seemed like the phone just started ringing. Just... Boom, 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 one after another. Just, are you serious? Right. Are you serious? Yeah, I got you, got you. Yeah. Um, Me, on this year, like, a couple mistakes was made. They happened. Because I wasn't paying attention. And, like, son's junior year, I've I've only seen, like, what, three, three foot, four? Four football games. Right. On Friday nights. Right. I was more thinking of. I got to get all the gigs I can get mm-hmm. to make sure I'm okay. Right. Make sure we're okay. Right. Um, just two days ago, like I turned down three gigs. I don't have nothing planned. Right. But it's that time thing. Yeah. Now I'm missing. I'm, I'm missing the time with my children or seeing special events. Right. Because I'm thinking money first. Yeah. It's not all about the money. Right. And that's one thing that's really has set in with me. It's not the money will come. Right. I'll, I'll say this: the maturity of that 
statement, the profoundness of what you just said is something that takes years for people to develop for, for, for you to do it in the first year. That's, mm-hmm. that's actually pretty, uh, that you should be proud of yourself for that. Ten months. Yeah. 10 months. I mean, cause yeah. I mean, I've, I've built a business of my own, um, and getting to where I'm at made those same mistakes, but failed to recognize them for years. And time is the one thing that you never, you, you never get back. You never get it back. You can't go you back and back. watch and, the uh, state state title game or, or the, correct. the Waverly game or whatever. Like, yeah. You just don't get those. Yeah. So I, you got to weigh out the funds mm-hmm. to your sacrifice. Right. And that's when the other part comes into plan of make sure you manage your shit. Right. 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 You manage it right. You'll be okay. Yeah. And then more is going to come anyway. Yeah. So, so if someone's listening and they, they're feeling the same way about, um, that, you know, they have a side gig, like, what's your advice to them? If, if you love, love, I mean, like, that's all you think about. That's all you, you don't, it doesn't feel like work to you. Uh-huh. Like you can do it with your eyes closed, right. but love to do it. I mean, take the parachute off and just jump. Just do it. Just take. You a love big what leap. you do. You'll never work a day in your life. And and Wayne, I'm telling you, like right now, like I got a wedding on Saturday. Mm-hmm. I'm stoked to do it. Right. Because I'm not worried about Monday through Friday of all this other, of making somebody else money. Yeah. No. I. Hey. Does that make sense? Hey. Absolutely. Of making somebody else money. Absolutely. And getting stressed over making them money. And, and if and I couldn't think of a better job for you, quite honestly. I mean, um, you love music, uh, you know, and that's just something personal I know about you. That's not something mm-hmm. we've talked about. Um, you're, like I said in the intro, you're one of the most animated storytellers I've ever met. And it, for the pounding that you hear in this podcast and the clapping, that's him talking to me <laughs> with his hands. So, yeah, always. My bad. So, My bad. so he's he's one of the most entertaining people to be around and kind of frustrating to have a conversation with listening to the story because he'll bing, bam, boom it. Like he'll, he'll leave out the details like the yada yadas. Yeah. Quickly. So like, you know, boom and then boom. And you're like, I got to figure out what the boom was there. Cause yeah. Yeah. But, um, nine times out of 10, you usually know. I usually know. So, but the funny thing is, is just, you know, listen to you, your, your eyes. I mean, telling just what you just said about taking the parachute off as you were talking about that, your eyes told the whole story that unfortunately you can't see here, but, um, that's how I know it, it's a passion for you, for it's, sure. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know because like I lose, <clears throat> I, lo- I lose words to try to express right of of what I'm saying. Like it's um it's a feeling, and if you have that feeling, and only you will know that feeling, right? Like whoever I'm talking to out there, like if seriously you will know that feeling, and you just gotta unstrap that damn parachute and go for it. Go because for it. If if you have that feeling, like the feeling I have, like right now I got butterflies just saying it, right. like you will not fail, right? You you will not fail, right? And it's not I, because oh you have to do it because either I'm gonna lose this or I'm losing. No 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 no. You're not gonna lose. I mean, you're not gonna fail because it's it's there, it's there. Yeah. I don't even think people hire me for my mixing capability. I'm average. Yeah, no, I agree. Like I'm I, average on the, I can blend, I can scratch, but you don't have to. Well, in in the majority of, maybe not all of, of the events that I've seen you be a part of, they don't want that anyway. They want someone that's going to come in and, and move the night along, Wayne, right? I, Wayne, I take control. Yeah, I um in a, in a nice way. Of yeah, for that. sure, absolutely. I, I take control because the whole thing is, and as I tell my my clients, like 
if something was to go wrong on your special day, you would never know. Right. Because I'm going to take control of it. I'm going I'm to get it handled. Okay. Before it even makes it to you. You may hear about it later, which I have received texts and uh, phone calls from mm-hmm. bride or grooms. Right. Or the next day, like, yo, did that really happen? Da, 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 da. And I was like, yeah. And, and you just took care of it? Yeah. Why wouldn't I? First of all, <laughs> it was during cocktail hour or dinner time. I wouldn't do a shit anyway. Right. That's what, that's what I said. I wouldn't <laughs> right. do a shit anyway. Yeah. Music playing. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So, just the last event I did two weeks ago. The, the lady, the host, the, she's refilling the damn cooler with drinks and all of this. Yeah. So I walk right over to her and, hey, isn't this your party? Yeah. What the hell are you doing? Right. I said, just like that, yeah. like with the whisper. Hey, yeah. what, what you doing? Well, this needs to be stocked. Okay, go sit your ass down. I'll right. Do it. What do you mean you're going to do it? See ya. Yeah. I go. told her, see ya. Go, go be with your family. Mm-hmm. And your friends. People don't know how to take that either, though. It's so hilarious. She, looked, she did a little step back, and she walked and just did a look. And then, boom. So I say to bartender, hey, I need some ice. Where I get ice? He brought me over a bucket of ice. Stacked the pop up, stacked yeah. the bear up. Boom, boom, boom. I yeah. put ice over the top, boom, spread boom. it out. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> Next thing you hear, is that the DJ really filling the cooler? Yeah, he told me to leave. I can hear her saying it. Yeah. And they were like, oh, my God, he's amazing. Yeah, that's... What the lady do right after that? She came right up. You got a card? Yeah, I do. So that and I do, but that's just I call that being raised right. Right. I I give credit to my mom. Yeah, I give credit to Jackie for that. I was raised right. I'll I'll agree with you because you you feel passionate about that statement, but I'll also add that it's called emotional intelligence. You you know you're you're there to provide a service and part of that service your your vision of that service i guess is a is a stress free evening for whoever That's is exactly employing you what it is. and if it takes you 8 minutes to fill a cooler and it relieves your your host yeah. to you know cuz you would you would have lost 8 minutes yeah of being with friends you don't know somebody got something to tell you you just, you just you, pick, when the last time you've seen them you don't right. even know you had people in from all over right Go sit your. Yeah, <laughs> I said it yeah. too. Go sit your. Ass. <laughs> you know when your lips don't move. Right. Go sit your you ass. sit your ass down. I got wait. this. I got this. All right. So we're gonna move on to the final segment, and I just want to know. You know that really grinds my gears. What grinds your gears, Cam? Uh, liars. Liars. Man. Liars. If you're a liar. It says a lot about you. Okay. Uh, it says how unhappy you are with your life. Mm-hmm. If you have to lie or make stuff up to make mm-hmm. you seem bigger or better than what you are. Right. Liars. It's no. Ah, man. There's no honor in lying. No, no. Like, if you don't like someone, say it. Oh, preach. Or just don't engage. Correct. That's not engaging is not lying. Correct. Like yeah. if you have something to say it to me, say it to me. Mm-hmm. Don't say it to Wayne and Wayne. Hey, this dude really don't dig you, man. I knew that because I, I felt your energy. I yeah. felt your vibe. Isn't that funny that people don't get that? Like if I know if I don't like somebody, I know right from the get go. They know that. <laughs> They know it. Okay. 
doesn't mean I'm mean or nasty to him. I will not. I'm still going to speak to you. Right. If we're in the same place right. and we don't dig each other, mm-hmm. hey, Wayne, how you doing? Yep. Hey, I'm good, bro. And I keep on moving. Yep. Yeah. But you're going to see me over here giggling, laughing with somebody else. And you're probably thinking, this motherfucker ain't laughing with me. Yeah. I don't like you. Yeah. Like yeah. not and, and not in a bad way. Right. Like, we're not going to fight. I'm not going to let you mess up my energy. Right. For... Because your vibe isn't right. Right. And and part of that is, is I mean, that's the fundamental piece of the being a liar, too. Like, I mean, you know, pr- placating someone. Correct. You know, just to interact for some whatever reason is is, is the same thing as lying. Is, is, Say that. Yeah. Cause Say that. It's, you know, for you to interact with me knowing that you don't give a shit about the words coming out of my mouth or my family. Correct. Like, you're wasting my time where I could be, to your point laughing it up with somebody else across the room and enjoying my evening. Right. Right. Even though I'm standing here next to you knowing you don't dig me. Right. Yeah. So why am I even engaging with you? Right. So I will speak because I was raised right. Right. And I will move on. I will walk right away. Yeah. So anybody out there, if I ever done that to you, you just figured it out. Yeah. (laughs) If you didn't know already. If you didn't know, you just figured it out. Congratulations. Because I love talking to any and every one. You just got to see me in the gym one day. Come to the gym one day. You'll see. Yeah. And and honestly, that's facts. I've seen, uh, I I mean, going anywhere with you there is is like, I got to put a bell on you to know where you're at yes or, or just or, follow the laugh or, or we gotta wait a minute yeah you just gotta wait a minute like so if we're going somewhere you know we gotta get there at least 20 minutes early because this joker yeah <laughs> he ain't getting in there until we're right. supposed to be in there at eight we gotta get there at 7 15 yeah because he's just, gonna run into 37 people between the gate at least at least 37 yeah minimum for sure <laughs> what you talking about what you talking about what you talking about well on that note we're hitting 45 minutes and um i just wanna i just wanna thank uh DJ Darkness, uh, Cameron Ridley, for joining me on today's episode um, of What You Talking About. I uh, thought that we had a great conversation today. Um, why don't you let them know where they can find you on social media? Um, first and foremost, uh, thank you, Wayne, for having me. Um, Facebook, it's uh, RNS DJs or DJ Darkness of RNS DJs. And then on the gram is RNS DJs. Okay. And DJ Darkness. And DJ but Darkness. You got couples. You, yeah. you'll, see, you'll see a uh, little black dude on there, <laughs> on a photo posing with a lot there. of with a lot of married women. What? <laughs> <laughs> because he's there to help them get through their evening. And that's what I do. So, um, all right, man. Well, hey, again, thanks for coming in, and uh, we'll uh, we'll get out of here. Let's get it. What you talking about? What you talking about? <laughs>